Hey guys, welcome back to A Mess Nonetheless. I am Rachel. I'm Melissa, and we are sisters. That is right. And we're super excited to be here with you guys again today. Um, it's been really fun getting feedback over the last, what episode are we on? Is this six? Six. Six. That's crazy. Like, that's I know. I not feel like really we that many, but it's just <laughs> started recording. So that's yeah. why six feels like so many. It does. Yeah. But we're having so much fun. But we wanted to bring back a tongue twister. Bring it back. <laughs> so the person we heard it from did it in a British accent. And I really like that. And so I'm going to do it that way. <laughs> I think it sounds great. <laughs> it is red leather, yellow leather, red butte leather, yellow leather. Splendid chap. Splendid. <laughs> Leather, oh, yellow leather, red leather, yellow. Oh, I did it. Oh, Rachel did it. Yay. I did it on the first okay. try. Red so leather, yellow leather. Oh, wait. I, I lost my accent. Oopsie yeah. It's hard to do it together. <laughs> so if you can do it in your regular accent easily, then try it in another accent. It's a little bit harder. That was a but, little bit um, of a bummer. We just if, got it. I know. It was Only supposed to be a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Next time we bring it back, we'll do a crazy one that we really yeah. can't get. <laughs> yeah, because... Apparently, red leather, yellow leather is not a big deal to say. I guess not. Not a tongue twister. <laughs> Sorry for and those of us listening or those of you if, listening. If Ella, my daughter, who is almost 20, if she listens to this, she's going to give me a hard time because her and her cousins like to talk in a British accent and it drives me crazy. <laughs> and so, But I just brought it out. Couldn't help it. Okay. That's right. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about today? When things don't go our way. When things womp, don't go womp, our way. Womp. <laughs> Yes, I hear all the violins. Um, <laughs> the teeny tiny violins. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually a very real subject, even though I know that it can feel like a quote unquote first world problem when things don't go our way. And um, I'm going to start, I'm going to share some stuff, but I want to give you guys a little bit of background about my adult life, because um, I feel like to put in perspective, I'm going to talk about a vacation that didn't go at all the way we wanted. And that sounds so silly, but I want you to, I want to lead up to it. So you can understand why it was, um, something I had to really struggle with. So, so Bill and I got married when I was 20 and he was 22. Um, and we, he's a truck driver and he's always wanted to own his own semi. Sorry. I feel a little bit out of breath right now. So if I'm taking deep breaths, that's why. Um, also sometimes when I get emotional, I, my breath, my breathing gets heightened (laughs) and I, the subject is always emotional for me talking about this, this part of my life. So I'll probably cry. You guys, I probably just cry at every podcast that I ever lead. So just so you know that <laughs> be, be warned. <laughs> um, also, I'm over here muting so that I can cough. So for those of you watching on YouTube, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. We mute to cough a lot. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we bought our first semi shortly after getting married and, um, owning a, and, and owning a semi is kind of a big commitment. If you did not know that they're not cheap. If a car is not cheap, a semi is way, way, way more not cheap. And um, shortly after we bought our first semi, we had a trailer too. So semi and a trailer, um, the economy really took a crash and fuel prices like skyrocketed, um, similar to kind of what we've been experiencing in our economy this past year, but we were just getting started in life and it sunk us kind of from day one. And in addition to that, um, we didn't make great choices. And by great choices, I don't like, we didn't go on vacations. We didn't buy big ticket items. We just didn't, we, we didn't buckle down and just save and be like, okay, this is harder than we thought. So we need to be really, really careful. Um, and so like, I loved the clearance aisle at target. Like, obviously it seems like that's, I know, (laughs) seems like a harmless thing to do, but when you really are 
living penny to penny or paycheck to paycheck. It's not a great, really, you should go nowhere shopping. <laughs> so, um, so we, we, we owned our own semi, um, on and off for a long time in between there, he did work for an, a company for a while and, um, things we just never, he just never made great money. And, um, I was a photographer at, for all these years, which definitely helped fill in the gaps. But before we knew it, we were, um, mostly from business debt because we, like I said, we didn't buy big ticket items for ourselves. Um, but we were really drowning, um, from semi debt and some from, from some photography debt. And it was like, if we don't make a big change now, we're going to be sunk and like, we're going to lose things. And, um, and so we actually started doing Dave Ramsey. This was when I was pregnant with our fourth child. We started doing Dave Ramsey and really committed to getting out of debt and to living by cash only. Like we haven't had a credit card in how old is Trey? 15, 15 years. He's gonna be 15. And so, um, we just have worked really hard at that, but our finances just continued to be very, very hard. Um, we paid off thousands and thousands of dollars in debt in a very, really quick period of time, which I don't even know logistically, what? like I'm wasn't it like 90,000? So in our first several months, we paid off 10,000. Okay. And, um, and then, yeah, eventually we ended up paying off like $135,000 in debt, yeah. um, which literally probably 120 of that was business debt. And, um, but it was the, the business wasn't providing enough to supply for it. So it was, um, hurting us personally a lot. Yeah. Um, and it was really overwhelming because, as we were working so hard to make good decisions, our income actually kept going down mm -hmm. just with the economy and with the jobs that Bill was getting or not getting. And it was extremely defeating because we were supposed to be moving in this direction of victory. Um, you know, all the testimonies we had heard, if you've ever done oh, yeah. the Dave Ramsey program, you'll hear people with their, they paid mm -hmm. off $15,000 in death and their whole debt, debt and their whole life changed. And we're like, mm -hmm. we're adding up tens and tens of thousands that we're paying off and nothing seems to be changing. And, um, and so what that looked like is we, I mean, I cannot tell you how many times I couldn't. So we live about an hour from the Twin Cities in Minnesota. And we would ask for gifts for our kids for Christmas and birthdays, things like the Minnesota Zoo, a, a membership to the Minnesota Zoo, like experiences that we could do throughout the year with the kids. But there was times I couldn't even afford to drive to the Minnesota Zoo because it was too much gas money. And um, we, we just, we, I think I shared this on a different podcast. Our date nights would often look like one hour of a babysitter and sharing a cup of coffee. Cause that's what we could kind of pull together. Um, our vacations were very far and few between because we were self-employed. So to take time off of work meant no income, but we still had payments to make. And so it was like a double whammy you have um, to pay to go on vacation and you lose money to not work. Exactly. And, um, so the vacations we had, thankfully, my in-laws lived on a lake up North and it's a beautiful, wonderful property. And they're fantastic and such gracious hostesses. Hosts, hostess, host hosts. and hostess, however you say that. Hosts. <laughs> yes. Plural. Yes. He's not a she, he's not a hostess. <laughs> um, and, but it would look like long weekends and every once in a while we would bite the bullet and take a week off and go up there. But again, it would take us probably two months to recover from that. And so it was a big production to getting, pulling together money to go on this vacation and a big production to recover from. It felt like it took half a year just to take. Well, and not off. to mention how relaxing and restful can your vacation be when the entire time you're, you're yeah. in someone else's home with them mm -hmm. and you're thinking about the sacrifice that it is like, yes, that's gotta yep. be in the back of your mind. When we didn't have any extra money to do anything. So we would just go and be there. And again, they were wonderful, but yeah, it wasn't my family. It was, we were with my kids as grandparents, which 
they're wonderful, but that is, I just wanted to be with my family. And, um, so although I worked you really wanted hard, both. you wanted time with them and time. Yes, of course. Just yeah, your family. Exactly. yeah. Yep. And, and I wanted it for like a week every year or two weeks every year and not just a week, every five years, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and so this is something I have been working on for, I mean, I, I had to work on this for years, like how to be grateful, like how to be grateful even when like 20, don't, I yeah, mean, like a two decades solid, if yeah. not even longer than that. Yeah. And, um, cause it was super, cause in the meantime, my, everyone around me got, and we're going to, we're going to talk a lot about vacations. Cause that's kind of where this ends up. And I just like long to go on vacation. I long to experience things. I love to travel. I love to adventure. I love seeing new places. And, um, and so that's kind of why this is all about vacation, but, um, so around me, my, my siblings were going on vacations regularly alone with their, with their spouses and with their kids. And, um, you know, my friends were doing the same and there was many years where I would watch people's kids for the week while they would go on vacation alone. And obviously that was a joy to do, but also I had to work really hard through that week. Cause I felt so sad that when will Bill and I ever get to go on a vacation? Oh, I'm going to cry. I'm totally in a good spot, but it's so emotional <laughs> to remember. Yeah. Um, it was hard to not feel sorry for myself. I'll be really honest with you. I felt like, why does everyone else get to do these really fun things? And I, and I, oh, so, and at this time, Bill was working all the time. I mean, like a hundred hours a week was not, that is mm-hmm. not an exaggeration. I remember one time Rachel came and stayed with me and this was when Bill was not over the road. I believe he was home every yeah, night. He was. And she didn't see him the whole week because well, he I, get, I saw him like 30 minutes a night. Uh, okay. What did you see? My, I was thinking he got home after we would go to bed. No, he'd get home and he'd eat and then go to bed. And it was like, go to bed. okay. Yeah. And he'd be up at four 30 in the morning. So there yeah. was no seeing him in the morning. Yep. And so, um, we, yeah, so we just, I got- wasn't seeing him for my right. one week. You weren't seeing him. Your kids weren't seeing him. And he was exhausted on the weekends. Yep. And on the weekends I was working cause I was a photographer. Right. <clears throat> so we just really didn't have a lot of time together. Thank you, Jesus, that cell phones were a thing at this, by this point in time, because I, I think it saved our marriage. Cause I don't know how we would have survived without any communication. And, yeah. and, um, so not only did I want to do these fun, you know, adventure and just enjoy things, I just desperately wanted to just be with my family and have time where we could just connect. And mm-hmm. um, you would have we, taken a week at home with your family with no work yes, and been so grateful for it, but that mm-hmm. wasn't even an option, right? That was it's one like you the, didn't even need the money to go away as much as you just needed the money to be able to stay together in one yes, place. Yeah. yeah, we had one time come up with a thousand dollars. I don't know if it was from a tax return. I don't know if it was from an extra wedding that I booked last minute. So we hadn't budgeted, you know, the money in or what, but we came up with a thousand dollars and did take a stay at home vacation and like, we got to go to the zoo and got to go out to dinner. And it was such a joy to be able to like, we, I remember we went to the rainforest cafe and we had budgeted that the kids could each buy one toy from the rainforest cafe. <laughs> it was like On top so of lunch. Ex- yes, exactly. Yeah. So it was so exciting. And, um, and so over our marriage, um, we have been, I mean, God has taken care of us in ridiculous ways. Mm-hmm. We have had many people, um, Bill had some friends take him, Bill loves to snowmobile, loves snowmobiling. And, um, they took him to Montana, all expenses paid one year. Um, they would ask him every year to go. And every year he's like, I, I can't even go, afford to go on a weekend with Melissa. I'm not taking, him. I can't yeah. make this a priority. So they paid to do that. And, you know, another time, um, we had family members take us away for a ski weekend. And, um, we, another time we had a friend, um, give us money for Bill and I to go on a vacation alone. And, um, and so God, I want to clarify that in this struggle, 
God has seen us and taken care of us in huge ways, but it, it felt very far and few between. So sometimes I would lose sight of that. I'll mm-hmm. just be really honest with that. And I would ask God, I mean, this was something I had to really work through into my, I don't think, I, I think I was over 40 years old before I really was able to acknowledge God does want good things for me just because mm-hmm. my circumstances are harder maybe than th- this circumstance is harder than that person's doesn't mean he loves them more than me or he sees them. Uh, Cause I felt, I was like, Lord, do you even see me? Like, yeah. do you see us like drowning? And we just desperately want to be a family and we feel like we never have time together. And well, um, and forgetting what God has done for us. That's so normal. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. when you have all the best scenarios, but like, look at the Israelites. Like I was just going to say the Israelites, yeah. God would literally give them a miracle, a water mm-hmm. from a rock or mm-hmm. birds from the sky, bread from the ground. And it was like, but in between the miracles, they would completely forget. And so that's really human nature. It's not like a Melissa problem. That's like an, right. all of us, a human nature problem. Right. And so, I mean, it definitely helped me to stay connected to my memories. Like I would often write down like list, what has God done for me in the last month even like, or the last year, if I needed, you know, bigger. And, and so, um, so all that to say is we just have had very little time away as a family. And, um, so through some really cool circumstances, Bill has ended up at a place where we still, we own a semi trailer again, but it's a very different, everything about it's different. And we have, we now are in a better place than we've ever been financially. We are able to go out on dates and we're able to take our kids out for their birthday dinner. You know, we're able to do Christmas without only spending $30 on each kid. Cause that's all we can come up with, you know, and, um, not that they need a million dollars, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, hard to buy gifts for $30. <laughs> and it's one thing to choose to spend $30. It's another to yes. be like, that's my only option. Yes, exactly. And, um, and so this past year we were talking and Bill was like, ah, we are going to go on a vacation. We're going to take a family vacation. And I was like, are you, are you serious? Like this was pa- this past winter, probably almost a year ago. And, and, um, so we decided we were going to not do anything extravagant, not do anything big. We we're just going to rent a cabin up nor- Northern Minnesota is beautiful or Northern Wisconsin. is just beautiful this time of year. And so we were looking in those places and our family loves to fish and to swim and to float. And we love campfires and we like to just be outside and yeah. like to have it right up really- your guys' alley. Yep. And so we're like, let's just, that's something that, um, is inside Bill's comfort zone, which matters because he's only flown once in his life. So I love to fly. I love to go out away and go do things. But if that was our first family trip, I think it would sink him. Yeah. He'd be <laughs> overwhelmed to the max. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I wanted him to enjoy it as much as I was going to enjoy it. And I was like, I don't care where we go. I just want to be with my family. Yeah. And so we found this great cabin. It was huge, this huge house on a lake that would give us more than enough room. And, um, and it had its private beach on this resort. And um, about three months before our vacation, we got an email or a phone call saying the cabin has been sold. The resort sold the cabin to somebody else. All the things have changed. We're raising the price. And um, there was just lots of sketchy things that we were like, this makes us uneasy. We, why would you change, you know, the Your contract? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, which we realized Bill was like, I actually never signed a contract. He kept at waiting. Like he kept asking them, right. When are you going to send out paperwork? When are you going to, and they just didn't. And you know how it is. You kind of forget about things. And so we didn't even have anything to hold them to other than, and so, and they were increasing it significantly and they wanted money at different times. than they had originally said, so we had been budgeting all year for these different times and suddenly they were changing it. And it made us uneasy to spend that much money because it wasn't going to be a cheap place to rent to when things were changing so dramatically. And well, so how we can you to- trust the owners when they're exactly I mean, if I were to buy a resort, I'm going to honor the contracts. Even if I know I can charge more, I'm going to honor the contracts exactly. and the new contracts are yes. going to have a new price. 
Exactly. That's exact. I agree hundred percent. So we just felt like this doesn't, this feels wrong. This feels sketchy. We don't trust this. So we're going to need to cancel. So we, um, decided not to go, but by this point, you know, three months before in Minnesota, it is almost impossible to yeah. find a place to go on vacation up North because it's so popular to do. Right. And so we looked into a lot of different options, some Airbnbs, lots of different locations, and either everything was extremely out of our price range or just not available. And I was mad. Like I was so mad. I was like, we were going to get to have a vacation for the first time in I think, okay. So the last time we had taken a family vacation as a whole was seven years ago. And it included, I'm not going to go into any details, but it included a situation that made it extremely painful. It was not an enjoyable vacation. It was extremely Mm -hmm. exhausting. And the kids had a blast. They didn't know what was going on, but Bill and I did. And so it was not at all refreshing the way I was. And you don't look back on it with fondness. No, no, um, not at all. So really it's probably been it had probably been 10 years since we'd gone on a family vacation. And I was just like, Oh, okay. So what are we going to do? Um, I'm like, I feel a little bit like I'm going to go crazy if I can't have time with my family and our kids are getting older. We have two kids that are graduated now. And we're like, Mm -hmm. it's just going to get harder and harder to be able to go on a vacation with them. And, um, and so, and then some other things changed. Whereas the the week that we took off, which all of our kids took off of work, like, you know, they work full time, some of them. And, and so we just needed to have this planned out. And, we realized that we really only had five days that we could go because there was things on either side of the weekend that weren't, were non-negotiables, but weren't there before when we made yeah. the original plan. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I just want an entire week. I want a Friday to a Sunday with my family mm-hmm. in a place where it's just us. And, um, and so I, so we, what we decided was that we would take that five days and we would go to my in-laws because we would go out into town with just, you know, with just our, our kids and we'd do some stuff in town and we would go out to dinner. And of course we invited our in-laws one time to our dinner. Cause they were so gracious to let us be there. We, they let us borrow their pontoon and, um, we were, um, going to take it into this lake in town and that, and there's like a pizza place that we we're going to drive up on shore and hang out. And, um, anyways, so all that to say is that the, even the things we were going to do, were kind of like, okay, this is a stretch. And, um, things did not pan out quite the way that we wanted, um, when we were, um, there, like the leaving to go into town and whatever, but, um, sorry, I know that we're on a time limit and I'm taking a long time to tell this. And now I'm trying to fast forward my thoughts. All this to say is that this was not the vacation that I wanted. This is a vacation we had always had basically with our kids minus we got to do a few extra things like go out to eat. Well, and not just the vacation you wanted, the vacation you guys fought for, the vacation you right. did the hard work, you did the Dave mm-hmm. Ramsey work, you buckled down, you yeah. put everything on hold. So it was like, it's not just like, I want a vacation. It's like, mm-hmm. you guys really worked hard to deserve yeah. this vacation. Yeah. And, um, and so I, I didn't want to go. Like, I really was just, I was so mad. I was so disappointed, so disgusted. I was just, I had a really bad attitude. I just will be really honest about that. And, um, my kids were decently excited. Cause they're like, Oh, we get to fish and we get to swim. Like they still got to do all the things they want to do. And they get to see grandma and grandpa, which they love. But for me, it was going to change the dynamics of our time together. And so, um, I had to make a decision. I was like, am I going to let this ruin the time I do get with my family? Or am I going to, um, put my disappointment aside, even though it's real. Cause you guys, our feelings are real. It's not like they are not right. legitimate, but we don't need to let them. I I'm going to talk about feelings a lot through these podcasts because we don't need to let them 
determine how the circumstances go. The Bible right. says, you know, don't let your circumstances determine your joy. Like, and, and it's, but it's mm-hmm. so easy to let it determine everything but joy. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, um, and so I had many people praying for me. I went to, I mean, I bet I went to seven to 10 people, women that I love and I know love me and know my heart and know that I'm not a spoiled brat. Who's just having a tantrum that I don't get to go on a vacation, but they know they've been through all the hard with us. They've watched us work. Like you said, do the work. Oh, I keep crying. My gosh. The, we were um, celebrating with you and for you that we were going to get a good vacation. Right. And then we mm-hmm. grieved with you and for you that yeah. even though it's just a vacation, but it's I know. so much more than that. I know exactly. It was kind of a representation of the 25 years of Bill and I have worked so hard to become who we are and right. where we are with Jesus and who being, resp- being careful with our money, but responsible and being giving and being grateful and like working to be grateful in all circumstances to, you know, the Bible talks about rejoicing in your circumstances, even in the hard, because perseverance creates hope. And, and, and I mean, that Bible verse has gone through my head a million times in the last two decades. So this was an accumulation of all of that. And, um, we had an amazing time. I mean, it was, we had so much fun. We, there was some hard moments because of some different things that would have probably gone with us wherever we had gone on vacation, but we just, we laughed a lot. We played lots of games. We hung out as a family. We, I mean, we just, we had good conversation. It was, it was so good for my heart, but it wouldn't have been good for my heart if I had gone angry and bitter. And right. that did not happen easily. I had to work very intentionally, right. um, through prayer and asking other people to pray for me and just choice. Like every time I would get mad, I'd be like, get away from me, Satan. I'm not going to be mad. You're not going to ruin this time with my family. It just, cause it doesn't look like the way I've been dreaming of doesn't mean that it can't still be fantastic. And right. so, um, so I guess I want to say that when you have those feelings of this is not how this is supposed to go. And I'm really mad and I'm frustrated and I'm kind of having a tantrum, do it, have your little tantrum and then put the tantrum aside and be like, but I'm not going to let this destroy right. the good that can come out of whatever. And good can come out of anything. I mean, we have right. a million stories of that we could talk about. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Cause we can let our feelings, which like you said, they can be valid, but we can let them destroy the good, the beautiful, the, you know, the engagement, the connection that we have. It's like our tantrum. <laughs> like I always think like, keep your tantrum in the bedroom, Rachel, like have your little tantrum. And then when you leave to the rest of the house, like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, Jesus, how are you going to get me through this? Because I don't mm-hmm. want to ruin my kids's attitudes. I don't want to feed their attitudes. It's like, it's so much more than just your feelings matter. It's way beyond that. It's like, Mm -hmm. but your feelings don't get to direct the course of how this goes. And I want you guys to know that this isn't a fake it till you make it moment. I didn't fake it. I really, really asked God to change my attitude and change my heart. Like I really wanted to be okay with this. I didn't want to be like, well, I'm just going to put on a smile and act like I'm okay. Cause that's not real. And then all that ugly feelings are going to come out anyways. Like it's a, they it come out sideways. Be, yes. And it has to, and in more in ugly, uglier ways. Cause they're not supposed to, they're misdirected, you know? And, um, and so it has to be a much more intentional, purposeful. And I bet it took six weeks for my yeah. attitude to change. I will be very well, honest. And let's be honest, like, okay, you love your mother-in-law, you love your father-in-law and you have said they're great hosts. Like they, you know, welcomed you even mm-hmm. in an unexpected week. If you had not dealt with those feelings, they would have mm-hmm. come out sideways and they probably would have come out at your husband and your in-laws mm-hmm. or your true. kids, all of those. But it's like at the mm-hmm. people who are graciously hosting you, like, you know, that's mm-hmm. just how it works. It's like, it comes out at the people that it's like, I don't want it to come out at them. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything wrong, but it's like, you're mad that like, you have to be there instead of on your vacation, right. but they like it was their home fault. <laughs> exactly. And like, that's just how like mm-hmm. life goes. Or, you know, yeah, even no. if you don't take it out on them, you take it out on them in your head. And 
yeah. So I, I agree. Exactly. It's not a fake it till the, till you make it. And there's a, there's a time and a place for that. We talked about that with the black dog, the white dog. And I said, right. sometimes I've learned to kind of mask some things, but not, not for long term. There's nothing right. healthy in that long term. I just mask it in the moment. So I don't hurt people. Yes. And then I and go then and move I do, to fixing yeah. it and taking care of it. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. if your kids had come to you and said, you know, I'm so excited to go to grandma and grandpa's and you're still mm-hmm. mad about your vacation. Mm-hmm. That's when you mask and you go, right. Yeah, me, me too. too. <laughs> you don't go, I'm angry and I'm bitter. Cause now you're putting, <laughs> right. You're putting ideas in their head, but mm-hmm. it's like, so there is really a small place for fake it till you make it. But mm-hmm. it is, if you're faking it till you make it as a, like a uh, lifelong habit. Life, yeah. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not a good habit. Everyone around you feels the effects mm-hmm. of your fake it till you make it because it doesn't, it's not long lasting. Exactly. There's not freedom in faking it till you make it. Correct. It's just a, a bandaid you put on until you can mm-hmm. really get to cleaning out the wound. And yep. yeah. Well, I know when you were talking about changing your attitude and things not going your way. So I wrote about this in my book, trust redefine. Um, but my husband came to me when we had little kids, little three tiny children, three, three and a half and under. Um, we were fostering. And so we had our two and then this one, the one we were fostering. And I mean, that's a, an insane amount of little children. And he worked evenings and nights and weekends and holidays. I mean, all the times that are not ideal. That you needed him. <laughs> that I needed him. Yeah. And he came to me and was like, I just really feel like I'm supposed to do youth group. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the, I'm sorry, youth group. That's four evenings a week or a month. Plus, because this is how we do, we do young lifestyle because we grew up in young life. You're going to go hang out with these kids outside of youth group as mm-hmm. you should. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to want them to come at our house. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't sign up for that. Mm-hmm. And he, my husband is like, can be a, could be a yes man in the beginning of our marriage, like hundred percent. And I was a dominator. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it worked well, but not <laughs> really, it did not work well, but it worked for us for a season until we both realized this is not healthy. And I was fully expecting him to be like, Oh, okay, you're right. That's reasonable because I was being reasonable, <laughs> but that's not what happened. He was mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, the Holy spirit told me I'm going to do this. And I had the worst attitude about it, about him helping youth kids. And in the Mm -hmm. end, it was my responsibility to ask people to pray for me and like confess and confess and like turn around my attitude. And in in the end, as a result of that, we have adopted four teenagers that came from that moment, put on his mind and my attitude. Like, I mean, I could have just sunk us so fast because Mm -hmm. we just have those personalities. I think women in general, but especially Mm -hmm. like a strong personality. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't want that. And so, yeah, you have to fight for it. And you did that in yours and I've done that in Mm -hmm. mine and, you know, and then there's times relationally when like Mm -hmm. things don't go your way. Maybe you have a really hard in-law or Mm -hmm. mother or friend or coworker spouse and things don't mm-hmm. go your way. And it's like, at the end of the day, you can't make them change, right? All you can do is seek God's word, seek the truth, you know, refute the negativity in your mind with, you know, scripture, pray mm-hmm. and ask God, how are you going to fix me in this? And, and, mm-hmm. and ask for humility in that. And obviously in relationships, sometimes there's, it's so much bigger than that. Sometimes it can be like, we need to put legit boundaries around. Oh, like absolutely. To take. So this is Rachel's not discussing no. like abusive relationships. No. Nothing like, it's just the ones that are a little bit challenging and like, oh, yeah. this is supposed to be easier. Right. Or, okay, Those kind. What is my part in this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love in Romans 12 to the second half of the verse, it says, uh, let God change in you inside with a new way of thinking. Then mm-hmm. you will be able to understand and accept what God wants for you. 
you'll be able to know what is good and pleasing to him and what is perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what we need. Like that has been my life first, my whole adult life. Yeah. Let God change by the renewing of my mind. Exactly. Let him change of this world. Yeah. your thinking. And that's what it comes down to. It's not a fake it till you make it. It's because mm-hmm. the fake it till you make it is a me plus me. <laughs> it's yeah. just all about me. Mm-hmm. The letting God renew your mind, letting him transform your thinking. That's, that's upward me and you, Jesus, like, mm-hmm laying at his feet and going, you're going to have to do the work. I'm going to show up and ask you, but like, you have to do it. It needs to be supernatural. Sometimes we have to be open to it. Yes. Because you guys, if we think we can just buckle down and do better and have a better attitude and like, just be nicer or be more grateful without including the Holy spirit, without bringing in scripture, without letting opening up our mind and our heart to Jesus, it's, it's, we're, we're going to fall short and we're going right. to always be exhausted and disappointed because mm-hmm. we can't transform ourselves like mm-hmm. it within to, into the depths of our heart. We can't do that on our own. Right. Um, we can do a lot. People can do a lot, but really that absolute life-changing, like if, if God had not brought me through all the things that I've been through, I would have just been a spoiled brat about this vacation. I just would have, like, I, yeah. if I hadn't been doing all the work, all these years with him, right asking him. It wasn't just the six weeks. It was the no. 20 years yes. before that leading because up to I, it. I was not naturally grateful. Like when I, in fact, when our kid, when our youngest two were little, we did like a grateful campaign. That's so dumb. That's not really what it was. Camp called, we had, <laughs> <Boot camp. laughs> we had, we had boards that we put up in our house and every single thing we could think of every day that we were grateful for, we wrote on the board because yeah. I needed to get become more grateful. I just yeah. feel super grateful naturally. Yeah. I wasn't. So I needed to work on that. We had a jar. We threw our yeah. gratefulness in a jar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're running mm-hmm. out of time here. So mm-hmm. do you have a challenge for people today? Yeah. You guys, life is not ever going to go the way we want. We're going to always right. run into circumstances and sometimes ours are going to look harder than other people's. You're probably listening to me thinking that's your circumstance. Like that's, what's hard. You don't know what I'm dealing with. And that's true. And I could look at other people. Don't and look you've at other had people. much harder things. I have had much harder things. Than this that. was yes. just the example. Yeah. And, um, you need to just put everyone else aside, put blinders on and look at Jesus and be like, okay, Lord, I don't want to be better through this. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to hurt other people because I'm struggling. So what can I, how can I be transformed here? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really, and he'll, he will show you if you're like, I don't even know how he's going to do that. I don't know either, but he's going to yeah. show you because he always does. We don't have the answers people. <laughs> no, we just know how to start the process. That's right. That's right. So I love that. That's challenge. good. That's really good. Um, all right. Well, I think this was great. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. I, I know it's hard and emotional. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that's it. Do you have anything else to say? You got, um, where can people contact us if they want to reach out to us? Oh, um, you can contact us through Facebook, through our Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can email us at a mess. Nonetheless, at gmail.com. We have a website, a mess. Nonetheless.com can email us through that. There's like so many ways. So feel free. We would love to hear from you. All right. You guys have a great day. Bye guys.